You're listening to the Epic All Day Podcast with Jim Simcoe. I'm here to help you make your life epic, so let's get rolling with the show. Hey everybody, welcome to the Epic All Day Podcast. This is Jim. Hope you guys are having a fantastic day. We've got a really cool guest for you today. We have Alex Longoria from Phil's Coffee. Hi, Alex. Hi, how's it going, Jim? Thanks for having me. Yeah, you got it, man. It's good to have you here and have you... uh, uh, have you here? I usually see you at the coffee shop when I'm getting my usual drink every day. So it's uh, cool to have, actually have you here. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. I know we've been talking about it for a few weeks. So we have, we have. And, and you know, it's funny. It's like we were talking about kind of the cool thing about, and we were just talking about this a couple minutes ago about how, you know, going to a coffee shop has really become, kind of become like cheers, Yeah. right? It's just kind of like going into a bar and instead of getting alcohol, you're getting your shot of caffeine or whatever exactly. it is and how it's really kind of become a scene over the last, you know, 15, 20 years or whatever. It's, it's a new thing. One of the things that um, struck me when we first started talking about doing a podcast was your impression on why you love it so much and why you do it and why you dig it. And that's one of the reasons I wanted to um, have you on. Cause I really think it's awesome when people are super into what they do. But before we get into that, tell us, tell us a little bit about your background. Where are you from? Uh, where'd you grow up? What was high school like for Alex? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and I'm drinking my Phil's coffee <laughs> as we're talking. He really does have his Phil's coffee. <laughs> um, well, I'm from the Bay area. I'm from San Jose. So uh, I just moved to Encinitas I think the day after my birthday, my 32nd birthday. So I'm like really new to this area. I'm actually really new to Phil's coffee. I started with Phil's back in like February, but uh, yeah, I grew up in the Bay area. Yeah. Went to Del Mar high school, went to San Jose state for college. Uh, I've been working in like, so you're like a real warriors fan, not like oh, some yeah. of the other fake warriors fans that are out there. Yeah. You give me like a 1995 warriors roster. I'll name every player. <laughs> like I am super into the warriors, super into the giants, 49ers. I know I'm from San Jose. I don't really care about hockey. Yeah. Do they have a hockey team? San Jose Sharks. They do have a hockey team. That's <laughs> yeah. good to know. Yeah. I don't know anything about it. I'm from Boston and the Bruins are really good. I don't know anything about hockey. I just know the Bruins colors. That counts for something. Yeah. You know why I don't? This is this is an interesting tangent. It, actually, it's probably not, not interesting, but I'm going to say it now that yeah. I already mentioned it. The reason I don't know anything about hockey is because when I was in high school, in my junior year of high school... I was dating somebody named Trisha Bigler and she broke up with me for a hockey player. And from that moment <laughs> yeah. on, I've just held a grudge against hockey. Oh, yeah. I'm just not going to let go. Yeah. No, that's I'm a happily good... married right now, 15 years or whatever it is. Like I'm just, I'm going to still hold my grudge against hockey. That leaves a bad taste in my mouth. I don't, yeah. I don't think I'm ever going to watch hockey just because I think, of that. I, think that's, I love the loyalty. <laughs> yeah, fantastic. for sure. <laughs> All right. So what was high school like for you? What were the big things you learned in high school? High, high school was cool. Uh, I enjoyed it. I would say that uh, I probably wasn't part of like the popular club, but I was I was definitely popular. Yeah. Um, I was just a funny kid, super skinny. I think I weighed like 115 pounds like the oh whole time God. I was in high school. Um, and yeah, I, ju- I just joked around like nonstop. Like I didn't really care about getting the best of grades until I probably got to college. I just cared about making people laugh yeah. and just being funny playing basketball on lunch breaks. And yeah. that's, that's pretty much all I wanted to do. It's not about it. That's not a bad college or excuse me, high school experience. Yeah. Overall. Oh no, it was great. I had a, yeah, I had a great time in high school. You still really in touch with people you went to high school with? Yeah, actually I feel really fortunate that uh, I am friends with like the same, same six guys since like even before like high school, like middle school. And we're uh, still all best of friends. More like brothers at this point. Yeah. But, uh, 
yeah, we're all super close. I hang out with the same people. That's cool. Anytime I run into somebody in high school, they're like, oh, do you still hang out with Travis or you still hang out with Matt? It's like, yeah, yeah. I actually do. As a matter of fact, I do. <laughs> yeah. As I saw five minutes ago. Yeah. I always say it's better. I was talking about this with someone else today, that it's better to have a really small group of really tight friends oh, yeah. than have a bunch of friends. Like anytime if I'm like on Facebook or whatever, and I see yeah. someone and they've got like 5,000 friends, I'm always like, okay, you have 5,000 friends. That means you have not, you have no friends. Right. Basically. It's like, how many actually care? Yeah. I, you none, know? Zero. Yeah. They're just like friend whores. They just want like as many friends as possible. Yeah, for sure. Um, all right. So here's another question I always ask people, who was your favorite teacher in high school and why? I thought about this a little bit yesterday when you sent me that question. Uh, I, it took, I it's can't not an easy question. It's not easy. No. And I've also been out of high school for 14 years. So for me, I was like, okay, I really got to dig deep for this one. <laughs> but when I actually thought about it, it's Mr. Spitzer. Uh, what? His name was Mr. Spitzer. Spitzer. Okay. Um, he was a English teacher. I actually had him for, I had him in my sophomore year and I had him my senior year. And part of the reason why I liked him was, well, he always had a coffee cup on his desk. But ah. everybody in the class was convinced it a wasn't coffee. Future. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But everybody was pretty sure there was not coffee in his cup. Uh, Try vodka. Yeah, I think it was. He just seemed like not interested in class, but he was just cool. He let us do like whatever we wanted to do. It was one of those things where I didn't really take high school too seriously. So yeah. with him, we would just do like really random things to get kicked out. And we'd be like, all right, cool. Let's go to this friend's house and play Madden. Like Mr. Spitzer doesn't care that we got kicked out. He doesn't. Not a bad book. Yeah. He doesn't tell the office or anything. So I would go with Mr. Spitzer nice. and he just had some really funny like mannerisms and the way he talked was just really yeah. unique. That's funny. Yeah. The best teachers, I always find like the best teachers, the people I learned the most from were, were like either the English teachers or yeah. like my, my, in college, my poetry teacher, who was an English teacher yeah. by far the best guy. Like he was just awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Just, but like, you know, like the math guys and the, yeah, yeah. and the science guys, like I, they have nothing for me. Yeah. Give me a teacher that doesn't take everything so serious. Yes, exactly. Like, well, give me a person in the world yeah. who doesn't take things. And also a teacher that gives you a test, but like before he gives you the test, he kind of tells you like what's really going to be on there. Mm -hmm. And that's how I felt like he was. He wasn't like trying to hide something. He wanted us to succeed. Yeah. Even though he wasn't like the toughest teacher. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. All right. So you work, so you're a GM for Phil's. Tell us about Phil's. Yeah. Here's your time to give a Phil's plug. Tell yeah. us about Phil's. Phil's is awesome. So I'm from the Bay area. It's from the Bay area. It started in San Francisco back in 2003 uh, by a guy named Phil, obviously. Mm -hmm. uh, his son, Jacob, is now the CEO, but it's, it's just really popular over there. We do a pour over coffee. It's all handcrafted. It's very simple. It's no espressos, no lattes, nothing like that. Just plain black coffee, but it's full service. So we add the cream and sugar for you. Yeah. But it's literally like ordering a drink from a bar. Yeah. And not so much like Starbucks where it's just like... I don't know. It, it's just not like that. It's a total, I find it to be a totally different experience. I was a little yeah. tripped out the first time I went and they were like, oh, do you want cream and sugar with that? And I was like, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah, like, exactly. I do. As a matter of fact, I do want that. Yeah. And they were like, and then the, and then, um, I don't remember the guys. Not, it wasn't you. It was just somebody else. And yeah. he was like, he's like, well, try it. Tell me if you like it. And I was like, man, this guy's like really cool and really nice. Like, yeah. He's really concerned about how my coffee is. Yeah. And that's the cool thing about it is like. I've worked for uh, other companies where they act like they really care about the customer experience. I can really say Phil's really does. Um, and one example of that is like when I look at like a PL for the end of the month, it doesn't have any numbers on there except for like percentages on how happy guests are. Really? Yeah. There's no... And I'm super happy. How, how are we supposed to tell them? How are we supposed to let them out? There, there's there's surveys or something? There's a, there's an iPad. There's Yelp. There's a, there's all kinds of different things. Uh, right, Square, when you get your receipt mm -hmm. and stuff like that, when it gets emailed to you, you can respond okay. on there. But literally do not look at 
dollar figures. I mean, pretty cool. It's probably one of the reasons yeah. why they, they might be more successful. So yeah. they're more counting on the, on the value they're providing versus yeah, the sure. other thing. Um, all right. So tell me, so tell me, you know, cause you ran a bar before this. Yeah. Um, what, what do you like about this? Like, why do this? What's your, why, what is the, you know, what's the, yeah. what's the reason you do this? People simple, plain and simple. I just, people are cool. I love them. Uh, it's, it's the best part of like being in this food and beverage industry is like you meet so many different types of people from everywhere, different educations, different backgrounds, diff- different beliefs. And you honestly just you just get to like know different people and you love like certain people for whatever reason. And yeah. I don't know, it's just so diverse. And yeah. It's fun. You interact with people like it'd be really hard for me to just be at a desk all the time. Yeah. Um, like, yeah, I do have like admin work and stuff like that, but. I'm a people person. Like that's what makes me happy. Yeah. I love seeing people smile and laugh. So as corny as it could be, like really people is why I'm in the industry. That's so cool. That's yeah. Like, and do you ever feel that you're making, because it's because so many people get their coffee first thing in the morning yeah, or their drink or whatever it is. Right. And it's, it's, do you ever feel like, wow, I'm really able to impact someone's day just by like, you know, interaction. Cause I, I know how I am. Like, I know that like, if I, before I go in, you know, I mean, I'm not necessarily thinking of this, but I know that that experience that I'm going to have that two minutes, I'm going to talk to someone who like, isn't going to email me later. Doesn't have 50 requests for me. Mm-hmm. Isn't like trying to get something from me. Isn't a meeting I have to deal with. Yeah. It's just like a coffee person that I'm going to talk to for a couple of minutes. And, yeah. and I really value like, you know, when someone's, you know, that nice to you and for like two minutes, it's kind of cool. Like, and I've been other places where like you walk in and whether it's Starbucks or whatever else, right. and they don't really you know, they're all hipstered out and they don't really care. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, man, I just spent like $7 on coffee, man. You can give me a smile. Yeah. It's a, uh, it's just, it's, it's different for us. Um, at fills, but just in particular, just when someone comes in on a Monday, my mindset is cool. I get to make this person their first cup of coffee for the whole week. And I think that that's really cool. And you I actually think that you actually, like, I, actually go through I it, really right? think that there's like, awesome. there's like one lady in particular that comes in every day or every Monday when I was working Mondays and she would order a Tesora light, light. And I would just see her. She wouldn't have to say the drink order and she knew it was coming. And I knew like my, I, I think my coffee is like really on point. And just every time she's like, you make the best cup of coffee. And when someone tells you that, it's pretty good. It's a feel good of both sides. Yeah, it's both. It's both. It works both ways. I'm happy. I can deliver a product that she likes. Yeah. And she's stoked. Yeah. And she's super stoked about it. And even like later on in the week, it's like, it's Wednesday. I'm like, cool. I'm going to make you a great cup of coffee on your your hump day. Pretty good. On Friday, it's like, I'm gonna make you the best cup of coffee going into your weekend. Like what's cool about that is what's cool about that is that's super intentional Mm -hmm. in terms of work. Like most people are not. I find that I don't think most people are that intentional in what they do. It's really right. cool that you can be that intentional. Yeah. And I've seen other people in your, in your, in your place kind yeah. of the same way. Like I was there a few weeks ago and there were like five people in line in front of me. Yeah. And, and I was like, Oh man, I'm going to be in line forever waiting for this. Yeah. And I was like, whatever, you know, it's no big deal. And one of the women at the counter was like, she saw me and she's oh, like, yeah, she, Cynthia, Cynthia. Yeah. yeah. So she mouthed, she was like, small green tea, extra mint, right? Is yeah. that you? And I'm like, yeah. And she's like, all right, I'm going to make it go, you know, yeah. go pay and come back. And I was like, man, that was so awesome. That just, not only did it save me half an hour probably, yeah. but it just was kind of cool. Like, first of all, I'm amazed right. after all the drinks that they make that they can remember a small green tea with extra mint. Like, I mean, like <laughs> yeah. I can barely remember it. Well, like, right. you know, I'm just was shocked by that, but it's amazing how like these really small touch points and opportunities we have with people to really impact their life and make yeah, their, make absolutely. their days a better day. 
and you're really intentional about it and you understand that that's something, you know, the power that you have. That's really cool. Yeah. And and for you, like, yeah, that, that probably made your day. But at the same time, like, I remember I was there when you like told Cynthia, like, Hey, thanks for that. Yeah. That made her day. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, cool. Like that, like cool. that pumped her up. You yeah. Know? Like we all take pride in our work. Which and that's really not that cool. difficult, right? Like no. that's, it's like, those are little it's interactions. It's just, those small things, but those mean, you know, like yeah. I remember the rest of the day after she did it, I was like, man, that's just cool. Like that's yeah, just, absolutely. and anytime I go to the register and they're like small green tea and extra, extra men. Right. And I was like, yeah, how did, like, how do you remember this? Yeah. You serve hundreds of coffees a day, <laughs> yeah. all different types. Like it's not like. Oh, yeah. It's not like in the fifties when someone says like I'll have black or I'll have decaf. Oh right, cream and sugar. It's like fifty oh, steps. Yeah, especially for us because we have to. You have to know the the size. You have to know the level of cream, the level of sugar, all that. And you're making a couple of the coffees at at once, so yeah, you know you got to, and you have to remember like which order to call them out. You have to remember. It's pretty zen yeah. if you really think about it. It's pretty like in the moment, super intentional. Yeah, which I think it's cool. Yeah. All right. So tell me. Um, we're going to swim over to the shallow end of the pool for a couple minutes yeah. and got a little deep there for a second. So yeah, let's, yeah. Go, let's go shallow for a second. <laughs> yeah. Tell me some things that people would never believe about work, about working in a coffee shop. Uh, yeah. You have some funny stories for us? Well, the biggest thing that people wouldn't believe is probably that we're not all hipsters. <laughs> right. <laughs> which, okay. Now that's really good. That's yeah. pretty good. Because I can't stand hipsters. Yeah. Usually, and like, which, which is, is cool. Cause people like walk <laughs> in and they automatically think we're just going to be hipsters. But to be honest, we're so diverse. Like, I mean, there's probably a few hipsters probably, but I would say that it's just so diverse. You have people like, I have probably people that probably have like masters, like bachelors, like, they just enjoy making a coffee or this is just their side gig that they do just to make extra money right? while they're, you know, finishing whatever they're working on their master's program. Like there's just, so, just, everybody's just so different. Like at this store, we have a, we had someone that went to Berkeley. She graduated yeah. like super intelligent, but you know, she's just she's making coffee. coffee. Yeah. yeah. She just wants to take a, a break in life and do what she wants to do. That's cool. Yeah. I think that's really cool. So <laughs> that's a good, that's a good one. You're not all hipsters. Yeah. yeah. Cause my definition of a hipster is, is less about the less about how they look with like maybe the skinny jeans right. and whatever else. It's more about how they treat other people around. I'm like, oh, they yeah. always like, they always have like the iron, ironic smile. <laughs> kind of think yeah. it's funny behind your back. And I was down in San Diego at this one coffee shop and this guy was like, you know, super hipster out. And he kind of gave me this yeah. funny look because I ordered a decaf espresso shot. And oh, I was yeah. like, I'm like, dude, man, this shot's like $6. Like you can deal with the fact that it's decaf. <laughs> like right. just make it. I'm not. Why does I'm it not, even matter? It's yeah, like you it's what you want. It's what I want. Like, am I saying anything about your like skin tight black jeans that you wear <laughs> yeah. at the age of 35? I'm not. Nope. Yeah, so why, absolutely. You know, don't give me crap. Yeah, for crap. sure. Um, all right, cool. So you're not all hipsters. What else? Yeah, we're not all hipsters. Uh, there are like a lot of funny things that happen. Um, it's just, it's a lot of making fun of each other. Okay. Like that's mainly what it is. And because there's so many different people, like it's literally just making fun of each other nonstop the whole shift. Uh, there's not a lot of people that like sports at the store that I work at, but there's a few. So tell already. Yeah. So the few that are there, like we just clown on each other's teams, like nonstop. We just hire this guy that's like a Seahawks fan. And I'm always asking him like, Hey man, real quick. Uh, how did that make you feel when <laughs> when they decided to throw the ball instead of run of it? So it's just just stuff like that. Now, which one? Which guy is that? So I know that going in. Oh, it's uh, it's the brand new guy. I think he introduced himself to you. Uh, Days or something. Like yeah. That? yeah, yeah. Days. He, he's a, he's a Seahawks. He's fan? a Seahawks fan. I yeah. remember that. I yeah, because obviously I'm a Patriots fan. It's everyone. Oh yeah, 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 exactly. It's a surprise. Yeah, he was wearing it's a shirt jersey the other day. Oh, you you God, know, you need to go into a Brady kid. jersey or something. I just gave Alex a tour of our office, and uh, for those of you 
well, yeah, obviously you, this is a podcast, so you can't see the office, but the back room is all Patriot stuff, something yeah. stuff and Red Sox stuff. And we have a huge Gronk fathead. Yeah. So anytime I meet someone who's a football fan, I always take them back there. And so that's good to know. That's yeah. good to know that he's a Seahawks fan. Yeah. I'm going to remember that the next time I come in. So <laughs> yeah, I can for give him, sure. Uh, I can give him some, some stuff. Any funny stories with customers? Uh, you know, like the thing for me, like there's not like something that always happens. The things that are funny to me are when customers are rude. I think that those situations are just like hilarious to me. And I honestly don't even mind rude customers. And I hope they when they come to the store, like I deal with them because those are the things. Give me an example of that. Give me an example of that. Because this is one of the things that bothers me about life when I see people who are being rude to someone working in a coffee shop or like a restaurant or whatever. Because I'm like... That's such a first world problem for where <laughs> right. we live. Like we live in San Diego. It's sunny every day. Like there's a moratorium on rain, yeah. any kind of weather, wind, like nothing yeah. bad really happens here. So you should be in a good mood. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Time. Especially here. Yeah, you're totally right. Uh, I would say the first thing is when you're they, you call them up, say, hey, I can help you right over here. They walk up. You say, hey, how's your day going? And they just go black coffee, large and they don't say anything else. Yeah, there's nothing. No, hey, no, how are you? No, thanks. Nothing. And then they just walk away. They don't care what the next step is. That's that. Uh, another guest that I tend to get at, at this store in particular is just uh, customers that come in and I'm working register and I tell them the total and they literally like toss the $5 bill at me. And it's so, I don't know. It's really weird. Yeah. Um, but I think it's funny. I think it's hilarious. I think it's weird when people don't tip. Yeah. When there's a big tip thing there. Like someone was there the other day and, um, and they were in front of me yeah. and like their drink was like, you know, three fifty or whatever. Right. And then like got, and they paid with a, like a five and they yeah. got a dollar fifty and they have the two quarter thing and they have like a tip, you know, you have yeah, the, the two tip contests, wars, the tip wars, yeah. the tip wars of like better boy band in sync or the Beatles. Right. I don't even know how in sync is in the same conversation with the Beatles, but that's a different story. I'm and like the woman, like took the change, took the dollar bill and like opened her wallet and was super meticulous about like putting the money away and took the, you know, yeah. the change like that and put it away. And I'm like, I mean, okay. Like you don't have to tip. It's not like right. a responsibility, but I mean, you know, I'm sure that, you know, they pay you they, fair, but they're not like paying you like enough where it's like tips don't matter. Right. For sure. And I think that, uh, that's one thing that we try to like keep everybody just being positive. It's like, we try to tell the staff, like it is just a tip. Don't even like look at it. Yeah. We do these fun like tip wars, but don't let it like ruin your day if someone yeah. doesn't tip. So what do you think about along those lines? So, I mean, cause you know, I've been going for coffee forever, which is really kind of funny cause I don't drink coffee as yeah. you know, like I drink green tea yeah, green or tea. I drink uh, decaf. But what do you, what do you think the, what is Phil's done in terms of a management style or management or in terms of a culture so that they get people who are, you know, oh, yeah. pretty chill and pretty, because, because I walk in there and I'm like, usually I'm like, all right, there's one or two people where I'm like, they're not thrilled with their job. Right. And that's okay. I'll just try and avoid yeah. that. I've yet to meet that person that feels like, I don't know who it is. It feels I'm like, cause everyone seems really pretty happy. I would like to say that everybody at this store is really happy. And so I've been with, and we have to give a shout out to Rachel. Oh yeah. Shout the other to GM Rachel. Because she was invited. Rachel, you were invited to come with Alex <laughs> yeah. and talk. Cause she gave me crap the other day. She's like, how come I can't be on the podcast? And yeah. I was like, yeah, come by with Alex. And she's like, okay, okay. So Rachel, you were we're thinking about you. We are thinking about you. You were invited. You can come to the next one. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, I would just say that, uh, I think everybody at the store is pretty happy for the most part. Um, and if they're not, they do like a really good job of like hiding it. But I think that 
Phil's as a whole, I mean, we have no work uniform. You get to wear whatever you want to oh, work, yeah. which true. is cool. You can dye your hair whatever color you want it to be. You can have piercings. You can just be yourself. Right. Um, there are aprons, but they're like not like Phil's aprons. They're random aprons. They're like tuxedo aprons. Or I didn't, do you guys wear aprons? I didn't know that. You don't even have to wear one. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So it's totally it's totally up to you. But we we do a good job of recruiting. We have a, a recruiting team that's fantastic. Uh, ours in particular is a guy named Rafino, who's actually who brought me on to Phil's. Um, but they're just, they're really good. They do a really good job of screening people before they send us, uh, before they send them to us to interview. Um, and we just have a, we have like questions that we ask them. Yeah. And the questions are literally based on personality and yeah. not so much like, have you worked in coffee before? Sure. Because our thinking is like, well, cool. You worked with coffee, but now you probably have some bad habits that we got to right. stop you from doing. Right. Uh, we also <clears throat> think that our training program is like top notch. So it's like, we can teach anybody how to do this as long as you have a good personality. Yeah. So would you, so you'd rather have somebody who was less experienced with great attitude. Yeah, absolutely. Which is super smart. Like, yeah, you know, when absolutely. I, when I was running larger sales teams, I, I used to like doing that too. Like I would have experienced sales reps come in and, and interview. Yeah. And I was like, I don't want to hire you. Like, yeah. you know, my best hires were was the guys out of college who, didn't know anything. Yeah, and, absolutely. And like, you know, cause you could mold them and, and that's what it's all about. It's yeah. all about being able to mold them. And for us, like, that's what we do best. That's cool. It's a, yeah. it's an interesting, it's an interesting, um, Phil seems like it's an interesting culture. seems like they really get it. And they're yeah. just has a good team. And I just, for whatever reason, like, look, I'm not getting paid to like push bills <laughs> yeah. on anybody. Yeah. I'm really I'm not, not paying him. I yeah, swear. He's not paying me. Maybe he gives me extra mints in my, my <laughs> yeah. sometimes. but yeah, it's just kind of cool to see that. And that's, I'm yeah. just struck by it because there are so many places out there that do things, you know, and like, right. you know, shops around here that we go to on a regular basis. I think the other one that gets, a, get, uh, does a really good job is good on you. Right. Oh, yeah. You feel, yeah, like, absolutely. Great cafe. They're great super food, nice there. Great owners, really conscientious about what they're doing. And just like, it's just a feel good when you walk in, like right. you just feel like you're going to get taken care of. If there's ever a mistake, right. like they're going to fix it. Cause like no one's expecting it to be, you know, anything yeah. you know, to be perfect. It's the same thing when walking to your place. And it is, it is sort of random because they're right across the street from you guys. Yeah, they are. Those would be the two places in our local area where I'm like, I'm stoked to go into, right. not just for the food or the drink. I just know that the experience, the five minutes or the yeah, for sure. 20 minutes, I'm going to be there. It's going to be cool. Yeah. The cool thing is like, we, we visit there and they come to us as well. Yeah. I, yeah. Was, I just had a smoothie there on Friday, you know, yeah. it's like, and it is a good experience when you're yeah. in there. Everybody's super nice. Yeah. Super cool. Yeah. It's really refreshing. All right. So tell me as a grizzled coffee veteran, what should you never do in a coffee shop? I want you to tell what the listeners, should you never what do. do you see customers do in a coffee shop that they just shouldn't do? Oh, man. <laughs> this one's kind of funny. And this, I guess this could have been with the funny story thing, but couples that just have crazy PDA. We have these huge, like, <laughs> white chairs on our patio. And uh, there's been a few times where I just catch, like, a girl just straddling her boyfriend. And I'm like... That's never going to be is, cool. This is like a coffee that's shop. never going to be You're both cool. probably like mid-20s. That's just like, like a little a room, too much. Beach. Yeah, go to the beach and do this. Yeah. Um, I would say just things like that. That's so, not one I would have expected yeah. you to say. And I those, would not have yeah. gone, gone to that at all. That's but Those really are it. We don't, you know, the, we are super lucky with the clientele that we have at this store though. Yeah. It's a ton of regulars. They're all super nice. Like we have so many regulars. I honestly think I probably have... 30 orders memorized just by seeing their face. Wow. Like they're just really nice. So we don't have a lot of people where I'm just, uh, 
having like crazy stories about them. They're all like pretty nice. Yeah. No one's doing anything like really crazy. I would say maybe just don't come in in a Starbucks with a Starbucks cup, you know? Yeah. Why do people do that? So they, I see them come in sometimes with other cups yeah. of other coffee places. Does that annoy you guys? That would annoy that crap out of me. Uh, I I think so. A little bit. Yeah. It's just like, well, why, why are you doing that kind of thing? But, you know, it actually led to a funny story. The other day, someone came in with a, a better buzz cup. And it's okay. like a reusable cup. So the barista had a Phil's cup and he cut it and made a Phil's sleeve. And so when he gave his drink back to her, he like had the Phil's sleeve like covering the Better <laughs> Buzz logo, which she thought was hilarious. And yeah, and I think it kind of pointed out to her like, oh, you know what? Maybe I should just get like a Phil's cup. Kind yeah, of thing. yeah. That's yeah. cool, man. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. And uh, and Buzz is cool, too. We used to yeah. go there all the time until you guys opened up. And then, hey, I love hearing and, that. Yeah. But they are cool. That's a great looking coffee shop. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. They do a pretty good job marketing. They're, sim- they're similar to you guys in, ter- in terms of like how they've done their branding right. and what they're, what they're... So what would you say the three biggest... What are the three biggest things you've seen from working in a coffee shop that really makes that shop successful? Uh, well, the staff being happy mm-hmm. uh, is the biggest thing because then that leads to them giving really nice service. Yep. Um, also, just being like, a, it starts up top. Like our CEO is just, I think he's fantastic. Like he's What's great. His name? his name is Jacob. Jacob, Jacob Jaber. He's a, Wait, what's his name? Jacob Jaber. Sounds like you're playing the NBA. (laughs) Like a stretch for Jacob Jacober for the Knicks. (laughs) Right. Uh, But he's just cool. Obviously, I interviewed with him to get the job. Um, I've probably met him a handful of times. And each time, he's just really nice. He's always like, reach out to me if you need something. Um, He's just always like the support's just there from the company from the top to the bottom. I swear nobody has egos. The really cool thing that I found out about Jacob was that he doesn't have a parking spot. So we have like a home office in San Francisco and in the city, in the city, San Francisco is really hard to find parking impossible. But if Jacob's not there on time, Jacob doesn't get a parking spot. And I think that's really cool that you're the CEO and you're just like not being like, Dude, that's super cool. So, yeah. he, so you guys have headquarters there and you, yeah. have, you have some parking, but he just, if he's not there, he doesn't get one. Yeah. Like that's pretty dope. Yeah. Just from the top of the company. I mean, everybody's just really, really cool. We have a really cool system. Uh, I don't even know this, but Snoop Dogg's actually like a, a big investor into Phil's. So we seriously, yeah, that's pretty cool. I haven't met him yet, but I think that's really cool. When you go meet him, let me go with you. (laughs) I'll carry your notebook for you because I would love to meet Snoop. Oh yeah, for sure. Maybe we can bring him on a podcast or something. (laughs) (laughs) Hey Snoop, are you listening? (laughs) Yeah. He's be like, what? Um, but okay, I mean, that's crazy. So he's one of your investors. Yeah. So he has an investment group and yeah, the investment group is one of the biggest investors. We have. That's super cool. That's super yeah. cool. Well, good. That's cool. You like it. All right. So tell me when you get into more of the personal stuff. Yeah. So I think what I'm really digging what you're saying about is, or what you're saying is how intentional you are about your job yeah. and how I think it's so many things that like so many of us are, probably not intentional on our day to day, but you've sort of made an active choice to, to be that way in, right. in what you're doing. Where did that come from? Uh, came from probably my, my grandma. Uh, and I know you're going to ask, so it's, it's always yeah, grandma. you might ask about like heroes later, but I would say like, she's my hero. She's, uh, yeah. she's still alive. She's not alive. She died, uh, what, like eight years ago, seven years ago. Yeah. It's been a while Something now, like but what's her name? Uh, her name was Mary. Mary. Yeah. But she, Hi, Grandma Mary. Yeah. Hope you're hanging out there with my grandma. Yeah, exactly. But she was, oh, she was just amazing. She was just so loving, so nice. She really just loved people, like no matter what. I've never seen her. 
I never saw her be mean. Uh, one thing that she always asked for, for like her birthdays was for people to buy her like boxes of cards so that she could always write cards to people and send them out to people. Like wow. she was just, that's pretty cool. Yeah. She was just, so she's that person. Yeah. She's just awesome. I remember being like a little kid and like all the neighbors, kids would be in our house, like eating our food. And it was like, she was making food for everybody. Like yeah. she was creating like her own community and like our apartment complex. Like, she, that's cool. Yeah. So you think you learned a lot of it from that? Oh yeah. The loving part. Yeah. And the older I get, the more loving I get, I feel. Yeah. 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 That's cool, man. That's super cool. That's, um, it's funny. It's not a trait that is super difficult yeah. to manifest in your day to day, but I feel like so many people just don't yeah. for whatever reason. And it's, you know, we were at a, um, we were at a pool party last night and a couple of the moms were asking me something about, and whatever. It's a long story, but basically they were showing me a lot of love around this one topic that I was yeah. struggling with a little bit. And I, I left and I was like, man, I'm just so lucky to be friends with people like this and, yeah. and who are just so open and willing to freely like share yeah. their love and kind of what their, you know, what their true feelings right. are. Cause you don't really see that in the world that much. Oh yeah, you um, definitely don't. So you think that that's kind of like having that about like that feeling of love on a kind of closer oh, yeah. to the surface, closer to your consciousness really uh, translates into being a little bit more intentional in what you're doing. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. Just, uh, just, it's all about the small things I feel like in life and just showing someone that you care, listening to someone, yeah, uh, responding back to questions that they have, uh, just making time for someone. I feel like that, those Which are like a lost most, trait. Yeah. It's a lost trait. Most people don't do that. Most people, it's all about like, what can you do for me? Yeah. What am I going to get for you? You know, like it, it, that's really, yeah, for sure. I mean, and, and like when I want to say, when I say it's the small things, it really is. I mean, my girlfriend, I, the, this is so silly, but I do it. I watch makeup tutorials with her because I know that that's her like interest and yeah. I'll watch them with her. And I'll really get to know like what's up with like this makeup industry and like what's the hot new makeup because it's that's her interest. Yeah. But I think that she like really loves that. And Dude, she's going to fall even further in love with you. Yeah. And that stuff. That's awesome. Yeah. And I don't think that I, well, I, I don't think like any of my other guy friends are like doing that kind of thing. Probably they're not. probably going to make fun of me if they hear this, but I don't care. Um, if they make fun of you, they're wrong. <laughs> yeah, Tell me that right yeah. now because that's a, that's a very smart thing. Yeah. But it's just the little small things and that's what she, that's what she likes. That's what she's into. So yeah, I'll be into it and a little bit too. she probably listens to you when you talk about, you know. Oh yeah. She'll sit there and watch Dog ass warriors. Like, <laughs> yeah. She'll sit there and pretend. She'll wear a warrior shirt. And there like, you go. Yeah. A Niner shirt here no, and there. So that's cool. That. Yeah. Um, okay. So tell, along those lines, who are some of your heroes besides your grandma? Yeah. Besides my grandma, uh, my dad. So I have a, I have an older brother, Daniel, um, but my dad raised us with the help of my grandma. Um, until I think she, she moved away back to like LA when we were Mom's like 12. Around. Yeah. Mom's not around. She was there at first, but, uh, she actually up and left, uh, randomly like oh. one weekend and that's it. So I, I was 12 when my mom left too, but, uh, I think I've only seen my mom like maybe seven, eight times in the last 20 years. Wow. Um, Does she still live in the same area? I don't really know where she lives. I actually just talked to her yesterday and we like randomly keep in touch like here and there. She's got like a lot of issues and stuff like yeah. that. So she'll won't have a phone number for like six months and then randomly give me a call or whatever. But, uh, yeah, I think that, um, so dad's the man, dad is the man. Like he was there for me and my brother, he was working, two main jobs, side jobs, whatever he had to do to make sure that like we were always taken care of yeah, and yeah. clean clothes, roof over our head. Probably didn't have like the best looking house or whatever or apartment, so but what? we had what we needed and it was, yeah, yeah he's, 
And you never know that stuff when you're a kid either. Like I was really oh, yeah. like a single mom until my dad, until she met my dad and legally adopted me because yeah. you know, my biological father didn't know him either. Yeah. And like, you never know that stuff as a kid. Yeah. I had no idea that we were poor. Yeah. No clue. Yeah, exactly. And, and she laughs about it now. She's like, you know how many times the electricity was turned off? <laughs> yeah. Like, do you know why you ate so much mac and cheese? Like, yeah. you know, like, you know, we stressed about this stuff all the time. Like, I have no idea. No. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure like I had like the cable bill in my name at the age of eight or something yeah, like probably, that. Yeah, probably, right? <laughs> like, yeah, whatever. You know, whatever. Yeah, that's funny. Um, but yeah, and, th- and that was the other cool thing. He didn't let us see like the struggle that was happening. Yeah. And uh, even now, even being in my, you know, I'm in my thirties now, but in my twenties, thirties, when I ca- ever call my dad, I'm like, Hey dad, I got this issue at my house. Like a pipe's broken. He would be the first one there to come over and just fix it, drop anything to come over and do that. It's uh, another and, example of living intentionally. Yeah. Living he, with love. Yeah, exactly. He's just a great dude. He's totally there for me and my brother. That's cool. We FaceTime probably two times a day, especially because I moved. We FaceTime all the time. That's Every phone calls a FaceTime too. Uh, oh, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. The hard thing about FaceTime or the hard thing, the awesome thing about FaceTime is you can't be doing something else. Oh yeah. Like if you're on yeah, a regular phone call, you're like, you know, sometimes like a phone call and I, I'm so guilty of this. So I'm going to be yeah. a complete hypocrite and saying, <laughs> yeah. like, you know, someone will be talking and they'll go on a rant and I'm like, I'm on my computer. I'm like looking it yeah. up. I'm like, looking at, you know, patriots.com. See what's going oh, on. For sure. Just because like, it's just, Drag, but if you can't do that on FaceTime. Yeah, if I have the TV on, I'm watching NFL Network and I'm not paying attention. Right, so, definitely so not. I, I got to look at it and yeah, I give him that, that I've attention. never done that to you, mom. I'm just telling you that right now. <laughs> if you're listening, I've never done that. Well, I'm, I'm nodding my head. Nodding. <laughs> right. Um, all right, cool. So your dad, what about any, anybody else? Yeah, uh, I would say, well, uh, I am like a huge Warriors fan, but I definitely look up to Steph Curry. Um, and I know like I'm a little older than him, but I, I am. A Which crit- would be tough because you're tall as he is. <laughs> Isn't he like your height? He's probably a little bit bigger. I'm only 5'8". I think he's like 6'2", 6'3". Gotcha. Okay. So you're gonna they might up. be, I think they're generous to him. I think he's like 6'1". Probably. Yeah. But uh, I would say Steph Curry. Um, what do you like about for, him? Well, I'm a Christian. Uh, I've been a Christian for uh, going to be like five years soon. Uh, so I didn't always grow up as one. But uh, he sets like a really good example of being a husband of yeah. being a, a good Christian man. I mean, he came out with shoes for Under Armour and he has a Bible verse on his shoes. And I just Does think, he really? yeah, it's Philippians 4.13 is on his shoes. And I just think he he's just, he just leads by a good example and he's yeah. just a positive guy. He shows that he cares. He won the MVP award. He gets this like brand new truck and he donates it to charity. Yeah. And I'm sure other people have done that as well, but I just think Tom Brady. Yeah. Like, I just yeah. think that stuff's really cool. Yeah. And he's just a really good guy and he seems like a good father. And yeah. Uh, and even though, like I said, I might be a little older, I don't have kids yet, but he's definitely like someone I could look up to like a yeah. family man kind of. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. That's cool. That's super yeah. cool. All right. Along those lines, what do you think are the three keys to an epic life? Three keys to an epic oh, no. life. We're swimming right back over to the deep end yeah. of the pool now. Uh, for me, I would say faith, uh, just having faith in in Christ for me, because uh, I, I honestly feel like everything is possible. Anything is possible with him. Yeah. Um, I also feel that uh, confidence is like the key for everything. Yeah. So everything that I do, I just try to be super confident in it. I mean, I, I run a coffee shop. I barely even drink coffee. Um and you used to run a bar and you don't drink And, alcohol, and I don't right? drink, yeah. Uh, I mean, I like coffee. Your like, next move is going to be opening a surf shop and not <laughs> surfing. Yeah, exactly. But I just feel like uh, just being confident and feel, knowing that like my – what I'm successful at is like working with people. Right. And I can get them to do what I need them to do. Right. Um, and I just have that confidence. Um, but also another key is just – willing to try something new is like something that has been new to me and something that I'm really trying to do. Yeah. Uh, 
have like this huge fear of flying. And, uh, you know, my girlfriend really helps out with this, but she just was like, hey, we're going to Paris. I didn't want to fly over there. And, you know, we did. And I loved it. And it was Paris, great. Paris yeah. And Paris dope. was awesome. And Paris is pretty cool. Yeah. And I've obviously I've like flown before, but I just was like 11 hour flight. Like I'm not down for it. Yeah. Um, but definitely like trying new things and moving here. I mean, I yeah. lived in the Bay Area for 32 years and moving here was the hardest thing I've ever had to do. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, it was, it was a really big struggle, but it was trying something new. And now that I'm here, like, I love I'm it. Stoked about it. Yeah. It's been, it's been great. Uh, the first month was probably a little hard cause it was adjusting, but that's fine. That makes sense. Yeah. Most people are like the first two years were hard. First yeah. three years were I'm hard. Like, I'm on vacation every time I'm not at work. You kind of are yeah. living here. Almost every problem we have is a first world problem. Yeah, absolutely. You know, because you live by, like us, you live by the beach and the weather's always nice. Yeah. And like a five minute walk to the like beach. There's like no crime around here. Like the only crime they have is like occasionally like someone will break into a car or something. Yeah. It's like, but vir- you know, virtual, you know, I'm knocking on wood, virtual or, uh, <laughs> right. uh, violent crime isn't like a, yeah. you know, a huge factor. So yeah, it's pretty, yeah. it's pretty sweet. I like that. I like that faith, confidence and trying new things that's cool yeah we have a cool thing about it just for uh along those lines like i've had people on the show before or people that i've worked with before who are christians yeah uh, or other faiths or whatever and they're a little bit more um what's the word like they're more preachy yeah and they and they say that you know or they just start preaching right 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 or proselytizing how yeah. you say it and it's cool that you don't like, I didn't know that about you and I've known you for a few months and right. I would, and I would have had no idea that, yeah. that you are. And I think that that's just cool. And it's less about you being Christian than it is about like you being confident and having enough faith that you don't have to go around espousing it or. Right. Or, it, it really is something that you have to like balance. Um, for me, like when you first, when I first became a Christian, I was definitely like super pumped up and like, yeah. Really like a raw, raw about it. Um, Tell but, it was when I became vegetarian. <laughs> yeah. But, but one thing I learned was you can turn people away from it. Yep. And that's like something that you just really got to figure out the balance. There's a, there's a time for it. And there's definitely like times where, you know, it, it does come up and I feel like I pray about it. And when I have those opportunities, like it yeah, happens right. yeah. and those are the right times for it. Um, that's exactly and, how I felt about like being a vegetarian. When I first was a yeah. vegetarian, I was like, I did it for animal protection and animal rights reasons. Yeah. And, um, and I'd eaten meat all my life and I just gave it up in one night after Kelly showed me like this movie about it. Yeah. And I remember like probably for the first year after that, I was kind of like the, the jerk vegetarian yeah. who like would sit down and see someone eat meat. Like, how could you do that? Don't you know <laughs> right. that's murder? Yeah. And what I kind of got to after a while was that, because I still ate seafood at the time. I kind of got to the fact that I was like, that's not really like helping. That's not helping the cause. Yeah. That's the first thing. Right. Like you're saying, like it's turning people away. But then also I was like, this is the, this is a decision I'm making for myself. Like I'm not supporting this. Right. I'm choosing not to support this. Right. You know, if someone is interested, then they'll ask. Yeah. I'm, I don't have to go around telling everybody why I'm doing something. A, because most people don't right. give a crap. And then B, like, it's not necessarily doing anything for my life. And once I kind of got to that point, like, man, it just got so much easier because when you're that right. secure and confident in what you're doing, you start caring less yeah. and less about what other people think, which is a, as anybody who listens yeah, to absolutely. my show, like knows, like, that's a big factor. And this is like, be confident enough that you don't care what other people think except right. for your close circle. And, uh, and life just kind of becomes easier. Yeah, absolutely. Which, which I think that's true. totally right. It's just, uh, you can't scare people away about it. And I feel like 
people will eventually like find out that I am like a Christian and yeah. maybe they'll ask and yeah. more often times than not, they do ask and they're like, well, how did it happen? Or like, yeah, yeah. you know, because I didn't like grow up, uh, as like a Christian. And so, yeah, I yeah. feel like it kind of just like leads into that when, yeah. when they're ready to ask. Are you the most tatted up Christian that, you know, you must be. Uh, I'm going to take a picture of Alex. He's got, Alex, Alex, <laughs> he's got tats all over him. No, I don't. Uh, Probably not. But you're, I, I, you're, I you're in the upper yeah, I have a, percentile. I have over 10. You have over 10? Yeah, I have over 10. Jeez, I only have two. I feel dumb. <laughs> All right. Two more questions for you. Yeah. Swimming back to the shallow end of the pool. Okay. We already know your favorite sports teams. Yeah. I don't agree with any of them. You know that, right? That we already talked about this. <laughs> but that's okay. That's yeah. okay. I can still be friends with someone who's a, uh, uh, a Warriors fan. That's fine. Yeah. Favorite album, favorite movie. Favorite album. Okay. Uh, this one's kind of tough. There's like, if you're going to be on a deserted island, here's what I'm going to tell you. You're on a deserted island. You can only bring one album and one movie and one Jersey. Okay. I'm assuming Jersey warriors. Oh, man, it's tough. Uh, I might go with a Giants Jersey. Really? Yeah. Bold statement. Who's I would go with uh, a Barry Bonds Jersey. Wow. Another really bold statement. I'm a little bit blown away by that statement. Yeah. Amazing. Okay. Barry Bonds. Barry Bonds, greatest baseball player of all time. Well, that's <laughs> somewhat debatable knowing that uh, Ted Williams is not that, but that's cool. That, that's, a, that's a podcast for a different day. We'll that's no that's, our, that's our hot take for the day. <laughs> yes. Okay. So Barry Bonds, Jersey. Yeah. Uh, I would say, I'm going to do this backwards, but I would say movie, uh, easily Forrest Gump. Solid. Yeah. It's solid. It has everything. Everything. It it has it, it has all. a love story. Yep. It has a war. It has athletics. Yeah, it's got redemption. <laughs> it's got a mildly mentally disabled person as the core. Racism, racism uh, in there. Yeah, it has shrimp, bubblegum shrimp. Yeah, I mean, it's got it's got Apple computers in it. It's the ultimate feel good story. It, it has really everything. Is. The guy has the most complex life yep. and just stays positive and keeps doing his Dude, thing. Very much like you, right? Yeah. This super intentionally with a lot of, a lot, a lot yeah. of love. Like how could you not love that movie? It's a great movie. Uh, yeah. So for me, Force comes to no brainer. Before we get to the music, then tell me number two, what would number be number two? Uh, number two or next couple. Uh, oh, man, there's some good ones. Uh, I really like, like Denzel movies are great. I like love Denzel movies. So Denzel's pretty solid. You know, actually, number two, it's not going to be a Denzel movie. I'm going to go with Casino. I think like everybody, every, yeah, everybody needs like a good mob like movie that yeah. one's based off a true story. Yep. Uh, De Niro kills it. Sharon Stone, Joe Pesci, they're awesome. They're they I'm going to go with Casino as like my second Those would one. Not have been two movies that I would think they would go together, yeah. but I can see what you. I can yeah. see what you're going with. All right, they're good. Great yeah. acting in them. They're pretty good. Yeah, they're yeah, good. Like All right, what about album? Album. Okay, I don't know if I can go with one. Uh, I'll give you, you know what? We'll say you have, we will say that the overhead compartments on the plane are bigger. So you can, you can have a couple albums, give me, throw, out, throw out a couple. All right. Well, cause I feel like I know you well enough, but I actually have no clue about your music. Yeah, I mean, I love, I love rap music. First okay. of all, so yeah, like, if you start dropping like country guys or whatever, I no. mean, this podcast is over and no one <laughs> yeah. will ever hear it. <laughs> yeah. For, for me, I'm, I'm going to say my favorite album of all time is Tupac, All Eyes on Me. Oh, great. Great. Yeah. Great choice. I mean, if you're on an island, it's a double disc. It's a double disc. Which is great. So yeah. it's super long. You're hunting fish. You're like all yeah. excited, right? Uh, in my opinion, Tupac is the greatest rapper of all time. That's not opinion. That's what's called fact. Yeah. Dr. Dre is the greatest rap producer of all time. Yep. And they worked on the album together. Yep. I think that that's the yep. best rap album. I don't think it, I don't even think it's anywhere close to that. Yeah. And I love Beastie Boys. I'm a big fan of Beastie oh, Boys. Yeah. 
Love him, love him, love him from back east. I've seen him like 10 times. Fantastic. Yeah. But when you're talking about rap, like yeah. rap crazy, I'm going to go listen to rap before I play basketball rap. Yeah. And you got to listen to Tupac. Yeah, you have to. And you can't listen to anybody else. It's funny because Tupac can bring out so many different emotions because, I mean, yeah. he raps about his mom. He raps about this thug life thing. He just, yeah. he raps about parties. Like, he, he touches base and on he's from, everything. He's from the Bay Area. Yeah. Yeah, he does. San Francisco Bay Area. Yeah. Well, uh, Oakland. Oakland Bay. Yeah. yeah so whatever. I would go with uh, Tupac on with that one for All Eyes on Me. This one you might think is, I, I don't know if you like Kanye, but Kanye West's first album, College Dropout, yeah. is really up there for me. And I haven't listened to it. Yeah. I don't enjoy him as a person. Yeah. No, he I agree. seems pretty effing nuts absolutely and crazy egotistical because he calls himself jesus christ (laughs) that is not so cool but maybe he's kind of like lebron where like they think of themselves in the third person and like you know braun has a tattoo that says the chosen one on his back chosen or whatever yeah yeah exactly like i can never really like that guy because of that yeah even though i do like what he does right for sure no i agree and and that's why kanye is the same way yeah and that's why i go with like an old kanye album but uh that's his first album and the reason why I like it is because he does a lot of samples. The samples come from like Marvin Gaye and just like the oldies. And my dad always played oldies. So okay, it's so you just, have family yeah, connection. It, it's soulful. It's making it better. Yeah. You know, it's making it easier for me to accept <laughs> yeah. that one when you it's, have that. It's really a soulful album. Okay. And, and it's like good, like hip hop. I've actually delivery. never listened to it. What is it called? College Dropout. Came out okay. in 2003. You do I only it out. know, I only know. I don't even know what songs I know. I know all the lights. All oh, the yeah. Light, the one from the Nike commercial. Oh, yeah. That one I know. I couldn't tell you anything else. Yeah. I, I actually have a Kanye tattoo. You, it, you do not I, have a Kanye tattoo. He has a song called The Good Life, and I really have it. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. He's got a Kanye tattoo. I'm taking a picture of that, and I will be on the podcast. Yeah. That's freaking nuts, dude. Yeah. And then, hold on. I have another question. What yeah. is this tattoo right here? No, oh, one. this one? Oh, this is a... Uh, this one's it's actually in Spanish. Yeah, yes. it's in Spanish. It's a Catholic prayer. Oh, uh, cool. It's something that my dad's mom, my other grandma, uh, like used to say. And so it's just like a guardian angel prayer. Cool. So Very I got cool. that on there. I'm not Catholic. I know they're kind of the same in faith, but I grew up Catholic. It's yeah. It's, yeah. it's an interesting, it's an <laughs> right. interesting dichotomy between yeah. the actual teachings of Jesus and what actually is. Yeah, for sure. But for me, it was just more uh, something to symbolize, like my grandma. And not so much like the prayer. So I got that. But the good life tattoo actually is something that I remember. Like it's when I'd go out with my friends when we were like in our early 20s, Kanye came up with this song called The Good Life with T-Pain. It was really popular. And every time I went out with my friends, that song would play and we would just have a blast and we would dance to it and just have a great time. And so this tattoo like symbolizes those great times with my friends. That's cool, man. Yeah. That's pretty cool. And then you have another one that says established 85. I'm assuming that's when you were born. Yeah, that's when I was born. I have a Giants one. Oh, God, please. Yeah. Uh, we need to get a Patriots one on here somewhere. Yeah. This is unbelievable. Uh, this one's my first tattoo. And so it's a, it's a Day of the Dead, Day of the Dead. skull with a sombrero because nobody yep. really knows that I'm Mexican. It's actually my first tattoo. And he's pouring out alcohol because I made a decision at a young age that I would never drink. And uh, So have you never drank in your life? No, I've never been drunk. I have had to try stuff because I worked at the bar. So you have to like take sips of new beers that you have to bring in. But I've never had a buzz, never been drunk ever. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So it's cool. And you went to college. Went to college, went to high school. And you didn't drink. So you made that decision early. Yeah, I made the decision. Actually, it's funny. I went to the drive-ins with some friends when I was 14. One of them had an older brother and he bought all of us like huge 40s of beer. And they like handed every one of us. And I was like, oh man, I guess I'll like drink. I didn't really even think about the decision at this point. Right. Uh, And I just remember being like, oh, this is like not for me. I took like a drink and I was like, this tastes terrible. 
Yeah. And I don't really want to drink. Uh, and the reason why I didn't want to drink is because my mom battles yeah. her, her drinking. So I was like, I don't want to be anything like her. And from that moment, I was just like, I'm wow. never going to drink. And I just like really stuck to it. Dude, that's pretty cool. Yeah. That is super cool. That's, yeah. uh, yeah, man, that's super cool. I don't drink that much either. Yeah. But I definitely have been buzzed and drunk. <laughs> right. Um, not any, not in the past, you know, many years or whatever, but, right. but that's cool. That's cool that you were able to make a decision. Yeah, early. for sure. You know, I'm not into, um, like no one can get me to like do something that I don't really want to do. So peer pressure. Congratulations. Cause you're literally in the 1% of the population <laughs> yeah. of the world. Yeah. Everyone is doing something that they don't want to do because yeah. they're afraid someone else is going to call them on it. Yeah. I don't care about peer pressure at all. I'm happy with who I am for sure. I like that. Yeah. Man. That's awesome. All right. Well, we're going to end on that because that yeah. was such a high note. Very yeah. cool. So I'm going to go check out Kanye West. Yeah. College dropout. I'm not going to check it out that long. I'm telling you that right now. This is like two songs. <laughs> yeah. I'm say I'll text you like two songs you should check out. Text me the two songs I need to check out because other than that, there's yeah. no chance. Um, but dude, thank you for coming in. Yeah. Sounds like Phil's is awesome. I like your, the way you look at life yeah. and how like you lead it with love and you are super intentional. I think that's a great lesson for everybody. You know, no yeah, what absolutely. you do, how, uh, you know, how did, that's one, one really cool way to live your life. And I, I think yeah. it's super stoked and we're going to have to have you back on here and yeah. we'll talk about movies and oh, we'll talk about it. sports. Yeah. Let's do I it. I think that we will have some things in common and some things will be way off <laughs> right. and when we're way off i'm gonna mute your microphone <laughs> nobody can hear your stuff <laughs> right anyway thank you guys for listening in uh for checking out the epic all day podcast for more check out the site epicalday.com and i will talk to you soon hey thanks for checking out the show today for show notes event updates and tons of other free stuff check out epicalday.com and if you would i'd love it if you were able to leave a review on itunes as this really helps other people find our show. Thanks a ton. I appreciate you listening and I'll talk to you soon.